Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. is brought to you by EXO Auto Works. EXO Auto Works is Colorado Springs' home of the $40 synthetic blend oil change. Call now, 719-375-3232, or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Call us today in order to schedule your $80 wheel alignment on most vehicles. Madrid Maintenance. Madrid Maintenance offers excellent handyman service in the Colorado Springs area, starting at just $45 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-963-2020 or online at facebook.com slash madridmaintenance. Trevor's Beard is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle is his go-to for beard hygiene and styling products, so you should click the link below and use the code TLANE15 for 15% off your order. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today, 719-963-2020, or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios. Fuck's sake, mate. Fucking bollocks. This is... I shouldn't have to fucking do this shit, mate. I'm the king. What the fuck is this here? Can you just fucking move this out of the way? Fucking hell, mate. Being king is bollocks. I'm fucking done with this shit. Live from EXO Auto Works. Streaming all over the We're world. coming for you, globalist. It's your weekly dose of toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. With Eric Madrid. Because if too many people are just running around with their dicks out, it's called the Harambe variant. And Trevor Lane. A <laughs> an a- <laughs> No. A <laughs> of Karen's. <laughs> Hello and good evening, everyone. We're very sorry we're here tonight. And um, we got uh, a full house and a packed show. Full house. <clears throat> Yep. So uh, we're really sorry for what you're about to receive. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, so sorry. Let's introduce our guests right away because they're going to be here the entire evening. Uh, We have Doug and Ian. Their last names have been changed to protect the innocent (laughs) or the indicted. Either way. Well, you're innocent until you prove guilty. Doug Brownstone and Ian Ringling. Yeah, that's right. Ringling. 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 Yes. I, I was gonna say ringworm, but ringworm's way better. Ringworm, it's yeah. more of a circus. Yeah. That's ringworm. Instead of a, a lot growing up. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> yeah, figured thanks. you know you were kind of a wrestler. You know. I was. Yeah. I was back in the day. Right. Yo. Yeah. It's like cauliflower. You don't fuck with a dude. Cauliflower. <laughs> you just you, you're like hey. He's like hey. And you're like hey. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, we're all good. It's we're fine. good. I'm fine. Uh, I, it was my mistake. <laughs> That's a man tool's wisdom right there. Yeah, Do not fuck with a dude or the cauliflower because you're like, no, 
No, I'm good. Yeah, I was good. wrong. Yeah. Well, it's like a couple of weeks ago we had that uh, our sports segment happened in the subway because uh, someone tried to tell Hoist Gracie, one of the Gracie boys, Renzo. 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 You know, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tried to tell him to speak English because he was speaking Portuguese. Ooh, and he yeah, told the guy to fuck off. Yeah. And dude swung at him. And he just took him to the ground. It's all, <laughs> it all over. It's all over. You know, play stupid games. Get like, like, yeah. Prizes, right? That's, That's right. Be <laughs> the man be. <clears throat> yeah. The rule I have is, you know, if you don't have an intention to go out and mess with somebody, don't. Yeah. Yeah, you know, leave people be as much as hand. Yeah. I kind of expect the same back to me. If I'm being cool, I hope I hope everyone's cool back to me. But sure. If not, well, yeah. You do, what you do. do you want to catch his hands? <laughs> <laughs> it's a hit song. I'm sure, that was a hit song somewhere. Uh, we have a hell of a show for you tonight. We have a topic. When do we ever have topics? Very rarely. I mean, <clears throat> Randy Rude. We have topics most mostly for our uh, locals. Yeah, in, stuff the paid stuff. Yeah, the paid stuff. So you guys are getting like a four way for free. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's what you're getting. Mm. Like some of the meatiest, beardiest, beefiest <laughs> bros you've ever botulism. <laughs> Another B word. The Chevy, wow. the Chevy Dooley. Some meat <laughs> on the show oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fuck some, no. Some, some meat eating motherfuckers. Yes. Uh, this is the show that uh, birthed the cunt of Karen. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is also the show that lost our entire YouTube channel because we, yeah, people are sensitive. That's right. Okay. Yep. Oh, I know. Right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. 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 Cheers. That. Know. Yeah. We actually cheers. cheers. Just because, for showing uh, some bush. <laughs> Not George W. Mine, so that's a surprise. Not George W. Bush. Yeah. Not Gavin Raz. Gavin Rosdale's Bush either. <laughs> that was the best concert I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Bush and Hole opening up for Tool. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> a lot wrapped up in that. <laughs> and that is a '90s show that you could have seen yeah. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, on that note, <laughs> we're talking about band stuff tonight. I mean, the, the trials and tribulations about being an adult male or, you know, toxic masculinity, man tools shit. And being in a band, I think all of us have been in a band all our lives, off and on-ish. Um, Trevor and Ian and Doug probably being the most wildly successful at it. Just got another thirty dollar royalty. You son of a bitch! <laughs> High fucking five, bro. He was just telling us that. that is amazing. Right? That is. All, all, all I don't know where it's. I, well, I, I, I guess it says somewhere on the sheet where it's being played, but I don't look past the balance. And I'm like, that's cool. Dude. Yeah. BMI just sends me a little. So amazing. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, I was just telling those guys to go watch that other episode. They're like, no shit. I'm like, no shit. All right. I'm super proud of him. Like, I need to find somebody that'll make me a gold or a mer record. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my uh, that's my crypto. I drop it into a crypto account because I don't care. It's sure. a, t- between ten and thirty bucks a quarter. I'm not gonna. It's not like I have that earmarked for anything. So that's my. Uh, I don't care if I lose it. We'll see what this crypto does. <laughs> nice sound investment. Yeah. Uh, that's not a bad idea. All right. Well, uh, 
it's been a long, really weird road at being a musician. Yeah. yeah. And I just need to caveat this for everybody out there who, especially women who are like, oh, musician and bouquet of red flags thrown at me. I'm like, it's a whole guitar string pack of red flags. Okay. <laughs> like, we're needy. We're obsessed. Yeah. We're weird. We're focused. We're obsessed. Um, what else? We're obsessed. Obsessed for, sure. obsessed for sure i think yeah. some, we haven't brought that up yet uh there's maybe a, maybe a tad bit of insecurity in there oh, are no you kidding me dude you can always be better you could always do something what's up keys better, you know? our sacramento but now in puerto rico Ooh. right yeah oh, i think she's joey. still down there joey the paisano joey it's been too long brother awesome we got people from everywhere i think Joey might still be in Alaska. I think he's back now. Joey, are you back? Right, we'll find <laughs> out. Like to know. Acquiring minds. Uh, <clears throat> Aaron's saying no red flags. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. That's very kind of you to say, Aaron. Yeah. Sh- I don't think you know me quite well yet, but uh, I appreciate this. She's just like, well, he's hanging out with Riff, so he must be bad. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it all started the same way for you guys. At some point, somewhere, we saw something and it just triggered that in us. Yeah. That I'm going to do that someday. For me, it was watching Purple Rain in the theaters as a kid Ooh. and watching Let's Go Crazy when he jumps to the end, stomps on the stomp boxes, and fucking goes <laughs> all over everybody. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do that someday. We need some stomp boxes. Oh, yeah. I've started collecting them. I've started really collecting those. Uh, we need this definitely. I'm going to start dressing very flamboyantly with lots of purples and beiges and rains. Yes. He says start. <laughs> start. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Subtle. Uh, I don't have many moments. He's in every now and then. He's, uh, oh, yep. He's. Uh, physic. Wait, physically, he's in. I don't know what he's doing. Physically in Alaska, I think is what he's trying to say. Yeah, he's in Alaska. Still. Well, you are missed, Mister uh, Mister Joey. You are missed. This is that's fun part. We get to interact with everybody. Um, yeah. so purple rain for you. I think it was yeah, and then I got to see Eric Clapton and friends on HBO. I was like, well, my name's Eric. I could probably do that because you have that insecurity of like, oh, I'll start whatever. And, uh, you know, your mom works the day job and then the diner job. And then she shows up with a little PV Telecaster and a Gorilla amp. And there you are. You're like 16 and like, oh, shit. Like, okay, well, let's do this. That's awesome. That's how, you know, I'm sure it all started basically the same way for all of us in, in some relative fashion. But the thing that I want to really talk about is the now because yesterday is awesome she never get it back and it, it it built on you know built up who you are now but now like the the trials and the tribulations and the the elations and the uh the things that really just made being in a band the thing that we do through all right who's married Who's got kids, right? Um, who has careers? 
I guess so. Yeah. I mean, right. You know, <laughs> you know like you've been there 10 years. <laughs> right. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, who owns a home? Yeah. All right. So see. Yeah. All right. First time we're all on common ground. How fucking hard is it to go be a musician? Like, you guys have you guys have gone on tour, yeah? Like tour, bit, tour, yeah. or like so I many think the tours. Perception of me touring is a lot different than the reality of what I've done. So yeah. limited, very limited. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I think we've all been on the road at some point, going somewhere and playing music or somewhere else. Yeah, though, yeah definitely. Sure. That kind of lifestyle. Let's be real. Unless you're in a top ten band. You're not affording a home life. You're basically living in that van yeah. until you're done with tour. Then you get a condo, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. right? Yeah. At, at some point, the idea of I remember being a kid and with one of the first real bands I was playing with. So if anyone that's again, I don't want to go back. You know, you can read my stuff in other places. But sure. One of the first real bands. I'm talking like you're actually playing out in clubs. You feel like you're doing something. You're actually making money. Was a band called Your Mother's Next. Now that's going back to like 1993. That's before the psychodrama and all that other stuff. So, so we had this dream that we were going to go on tour. And, and one of the main motivations was, hey, wouldn't it be cool that you wake up in a different city every day? And at that point, you know, I'm like 17 and a half. Like I was still in high school doing this stuff. So the other guys were a little bit older. So I was still a kid. So that idea, I was like, man, my mind's blown. That's what I want to do. But yes, let's do this. Yeah. Let's, I didn't have at that time the commitments of being married, number one. Uh, number two being a father and then uh, you know being a homeowner and then trying to hold down something that actually generated enough money to sustain not only myself but those that I'm responsible yeah for. You're, you're a tribe yeah <laughs> let's let's switch gears a little bit the worst in our older life now the worst possible thing that I can think of to do now is because back then it was like, oh yeah, we're gonna tour the world. We're gonna be big rock stars. Yeah. We're gonna like, um, you know, see. And I, I, again, this is why I love your attitude. It wasn't. I'm gonna fuck a lot of bitches. It yeah. was. I get to see a new city or like the root of it. Yeah. And I think it was. I think that's the same for all of us. Yeah, I think we all. It was about the music, wanting to play and spread that and the experience, being able to share that with people. And um, at least for I think everyone in this room, it wasn't about trying to just hook up and you know it wasn't even about lifestyle it wasn't even about um i mean you'd be envious of the guys that were really making money right but it wasn't even about i want you know the big house and fancy cars it was just if i could pay my bills yeah that's the dream yeah that was the dream if i could do this and sustain i get it like everyone said it was never about you hear people like Gene Simmons and whoever else oh, talking oh, about, yeah. oh, about the ladies. And if you're not saying that, you're lying. No, it never was. I'm not pretty enough. I was never pretty enough. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app or go to betmgm.com and enter code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. To be like a ladies' man. And that, so that was never my goal. In fact, I can count so many times that I was always the guy in the band where the dudes <laughs> would come up to me and be, hey, dude, can I buy you a beer? And I appreciated that. I oh, always yeah. did. I mean, how many times someone would come up and we would talk and we would sit there. I'm like, like, I don't know this person. Or sometimes maybe it was somebody you knew. But here's someone that's taking time out of their night. They've already paid to see me. They, they're coming up. They just want to say hi and chat. So for me, it was always an attitude of like, I never felt like I owed somebody that. It was I wanted to chat. I wanted to end that interaction. Yeah. With people again, and I appreciate it. That's what the goal was. You know? I've told this story. I've never been laid from being in a band. Right. Right. The people who come it's up. Your handsome good looks. That, <laughs> the rugged handsome good looks. Yeah. Rugged. I rugged. love it. Yeah. Ramshackle would be a better word. <laughs> <laughs> Just broke down old. Yeah. Whatever. I need a coat of paint and some windows. Anyway. The only dudes, the only people who came up to me after shows were these dudes, and like they were, they were, they were like way older, and they had like the tweed jackets on with the patches, and they drove a fucked up Subaru with like looked like weird, you know, coexist stickers on and on shit, and they were just like, "So I noticed your um, you know, the little green pedal on your pedal board is that uh, is that the 1978 uh, Tube Screamer, the Maxon, right, yeah. you know?" And I was like, "Bro, absolutely is the Maxon." <laughs> Every time, every time, and I, I will say this on the flip side of that, the dark side of those conversations. A, you know, you know, you don't get herpes or whatever, but because you're not banging groupies. The dark side about that is, is that I got super insecure about my performing, in and so at some point it shifted from to to buying really esoteric gear and trying to, you know use those as tools yeah. and the focus became, and this is where some of the downside of being in a band is all your money goes towards trying to buy a clon or trying, you know, that was a flex for a very niche market, by the way, <laughs> super flex <laughs> trying to buy a clon. Um, and the thing is I still do. I have, uh, I have a 1993 Paul Reed Smith when it was done in the, in the garage. I have the Maxon pedal board. I have the original script logo. I have the Klon. Um, I have the below 1200 serial number tri-axis from Mesa Boogie preamp and use that all through forever with you guys and with, you know, I still have no fat mod, like all the trigger words. And you know what? It never made me play any better. Definitely. The people I played with made me play better. Oh, absolutely. And that, that kicked in, I don't know, maybe five, ten years ago. Like, oh, yeah, it's not a... Uh, 
that's the feel. Stop player. It's not. Yeah. I mean, ice gear helps you. It's a tool. It is a tool. But, but it's also funny because it's one of the few things that I think as a musician you kind of strive for. Like you could have absolutely nothing, but you'll save up. You'll like, okay, I, this will help me with what my mission is, what I'm trying to do. Yeah. This will. So you, you'll you'll find that you know musicians won't really. A lot of musicians struggle and will sacrifice to have those few things that they. Yeah you know, work towards whatever that gear is, whatever that is for you. Cause I think it's different for everybody. You all have, everybody has that one thing that they're like, man, I really like to mm-hmm. get my hands on this, that, whether it's a nice guitar, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, you, know, you got your Dave Mustaine eight ball or yeah, it's just those things that you, your hammer 12 string. I, I was going to bring up, you talked about the insecurity. So, you know, and I hope this doesn't come off as cocky. I, I, I don't mean it to be, but I, I think I've been known for playing a, a 12 string bass. It's yeah. kind of got associated with me. And I'm fine with that. That's cool. Yeah. That's for a reason uh-huh. because you're talking about some insecurity. So if I'm being honest, you know, when I was starting out with my first few bands, like I was all in the technical stuff, the proggy stuff, the six string bass. Well, it had to be a six string bass yeah. because I was going to be John my young or, right. or something. So like you're going to get a you know, Tobias growler and then oh, a totally. flex. All that stuff. Right. There you go. Niche market flex. Because I mean, they sound awesome. And most people would look at that and be like, oh, well, yeah, uh, that's a gimmick. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, that is totally a gimmick. Yeah, why the hell do you think I play one? Of course, I've got a yeah. green a 1979 yeah. Max on board. You know, right. of course, it's a yeah, of yeah, course. And, I do. And, and, but I mean, I, I didn't. I, I loved it. And I, and I, you know, that was my main base for so many years. I still play it. It's, yeah. But it was that insecurity. It got to the point where I was almost afraid to not play with a 12 string bass. There's the paradigm it's shift. Identity. It's identity. Yep. People expect to see that. It's the and, expectation. Oh, again, that's that guy. He plays with 12 string. Exactly. Bass. And the moment you don't. Hey, oh, dude, you're no play that anymore. Where's your close string? You didn't meet four strings. You didn't meet my expectation. What the right. fuck is wrong with you? And, and <laughs> you didn't do the thing that from the last time. Right. Why? And, and, and yep. I'll be honest. I mean, if anyone's played one of those things, it's like playing a twelve-string acoustic guitar. Oh, it, they're, 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 okay. They're if look, yeah. If what's that fucking guy's name? Dave Matthews picked up a Strat. People would lose their fucking minds. Right. No. Uh! Yep. That's you you can't well you know therein lies your own personal hell then you know and you made it for yourself because you've now you and we do this we do this so badly and so hard on ourselves we are now seconded to their expectations yes yeah. yep. you're a drummer don't sing oh man that, oh, that's totally. been my biggest right no no you for a long time i got two words for you phil fucking collins <laughs> yep. like i got two more words Night Ranger. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh. I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, you know he, I mean, not Jack Blades, but the big, the big hit, Sister Christian. Yeah. I think he sang and played. No, man. Um, there's expectations, you know. I, I mean, I've played in bands where within the band, you know, it's like, well, look, man, you know, you, you either got to go out front and sing, or you got to play drums. You know, can't do both. We need a front man because then you have the other insecurity of the guys in front. Like, well, wait, wait a minute, we need. We need a person up here directing traffic. Like we need somebody. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, it's a and, great way to put it. And a lot of times, I think, like being a drummer in a band, you're kind of like you're the filler in the band. Like, no, well, we wrote the songs already. We, and so, as you as wanting to be a contributor, maybe writing lyrics or or singing. Like, yeah. you, know, you know, I. I Really you know, to, I really had to fight for that. For Rush, a long time. Rush never had good lyrics. I mean, <laughs> right. oh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, KJ, yeah, I know, right? Like, Rush never did anything. There's, there's an expectation. Little band you never heard of. And sometimes you just, you know, I don't know, you have a hard time sort of like if you are known for doing one thing and you're trying to branch out and do something else and it's not well received, it's like, why would you do that? You Here's why, because I want to. Yeah. And it may be financially irresponsible to my investors, right. which is a record label and whatever. Guess what? I mean, we're a bunch of broke dick motherfuckers. We can do whatever we want. Well, and also the, we in your case, the argument about lack of a front man, put a flashy guitar player up there yeah, there to go. run around and fill that space. Because, yeah. I, I mean, there is a visual yeah. component, too, you know, yeah. and that's problem where you, solved. That's, where, that's, <laughs> that's where I, I'm the face. That's you. I'm that's the body. You too. Hey, I, well, only, I only move so much. It's like uh, I saw Ingve a couple of years ago. And um, I was very disappointed because I thought Tim Owens was still singing for him. Gotcha. Because oh, yeah, yeah. he did like three or four. Right, he was the longest running singer in, at three records, <laughs> or something like that with Ingvi. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I had no idea that he had left. Yeah. And um, and I was like, I, I was boggled because I don't know how that would work with an actual lead singer, because Ingvi's. All that stage is his. Is, Get the fuck out sure. of the way. He's <laughs> kicking picks at your face the whole night. It's fun shtick. I like watching him play. I liked watching him release, or what did he say? I'll unleash the fury. He did. Every time I've seen him. Um, here's something I did that a lot of people don't know. The reason I have my own companies is what is, well, was, and not really anymore, because now I enjoy it more than anything was the ability ability to stay solvent. So I had a way to make money to pay the bills and then I had a way to go on the road and go do go tell my story and uh you know meet guys in twill jackets and talk about my gear in you know faraway lands, you know like Omaha and Beaumont and Pensacola, these mysterious <laughs> lands. <laughs> Dubuque, yeah, Minot. Fucking like Minot. Minot's not. It's like Pueblo light. <laughs> Flat Pueblo. You need them alone. I almost got arrested for sh- doing taking a bum shower in the mall. The right. cop's like, yeah, the cop was trying to shave and take a quick bum shower because I had to go Ooh. do the radio interview. And he's like, hey, you can't do that here. I'm literally doing it, bro. Yeah. Give me three <laughs> seconds. Hold on. Shave. He's like, no, you can't. And I turn around and looked at him like, no shirt. It's like eight in the morning. Like yeah. there's only old people walking around there and nobody's gonna care. That's like the speed walker crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not gonna yeah. care. They're probably the ones that ran you out. There's yeah, a scary man no. in the restroom no, they were just like, and that's not what the mall and my doing is about. tops and tails. He's <laughs> same time. No, what happened was they saw a non-octogenarian walk into the mall and they're like, oh uh oh. So I turned turn, turn, turn around and looked at him and was like, look, man, I got tickets for the show tonight, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what? I'm like, watch the door. Okay. And he goes and watches. <laughs> gave him two tickets for the show that night for us and the, the main act, the yeah. national act. And he saw me there. He's like, what's up, bro? I was like, what's up, man? You That's know, cool. took a picture of him. And the best part was his old lady was wearing a TARDIS dress. I was like, dude, you have no idea. Come here, we need. We're gonna be friends now. Like, that's awesome. Like your your old man almost arrested me this morning with his taser and his little like pepper spray. We had a moment in the bathroom. She's like, yeah, he observed. You, yeah, you guys gonna are gonna report. be good friends. <laughs> I mean, you guys are both dicks. 
I basically set up my own businesses so that I could do things on uh, my terms so that sure. I could keep doing the music stuff. I was very fortunate to monetize those hobbies, the remodeling, doing tile, you know, playing with power tools and, you know, recording in studio, um, stuff like that. You know, and then this thing, this podcast, I mean, that's a six figure Thursday night, you know, point. Oh, six, <laughs> six <laughs> figures behind a decimal point, <laughs> which is probably still more. I know. It's so true. I think I've, I think I've, however, this guy over here, yeah. over here, money, he's money, money man. Yeah. yeah. Daddy Warbucks over here. Yeah. He's got one album on them. Well, them iTunes. it doesn't hurt that I don't have to split it with anybody. Wow, that's true. You do a that's solo album. That's right. That's, that's, that's true, right. Yeah. That's right. Ah, uh, geez, that's funny. You know, and I better, I better say it now because I would not be interrupting your story. No, but because uh, that ties in because yeah. the, the album, tell them what the album was. Uh, Beowulf, a metal opera. Right. You actually, the, I'm going to be, oh, fuck, what was that guy? Oh, now I forgot. This is your life. You yeah, saw the micro. Oh, yeah. Trevor, we have someone from your past. <laughs> Do you remember a moment when you were at the rehearsal space slash show that night and you and Hans were eliciting the services of this young man? Bing yeah, yeah. I, so I don't know if you remember, this was years ago. And it was you and Hans. That place over on it was, York? Uh, I think this was actually at, uh, so not the rehearsal space. This is actually the at, show. At, uh, what was then called the Union Station. The mm-hmm. Onion. Which is a fun place to play Randy. Yeah. And everyone there is cool, cool people there. Um, so I was in the band Section 16 mm-hmm. at the time, and you know, I was in that band for many, many years, many, many moves. Yeah, I went to a lot of those shows. Um, and thank you for going. Yeah. That was awesome. I remember talking to you quite a bit. Yeah. This one particular Trevor night, and I lost our virginity to a Section 16 show. Really? Wow. To each other. Wow. <laughs> hey, at least he was, left. I saw a monkey patch did more than uh, <laughs> <laughs> There you go. But it was one night, and uh, I was talking to Eric and Doug at dinner beforehand. Um, and I, I privately, I'll talk all the smack in the world, but you know, publicly, I try to keep bad. You know, every band has bad stuff. It happens. You know, but you have dirty laundry. That yeah. night was one of the worst nights I've ever experienced in that particular band. In fact, mm-hmm. that was one of the early stages that I knew that I was out. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Um, We'll try not to get into who and who, but you know, I have one person yelling at their wife over here, other people changing songs in the set list without telling anybody else. Yeah, that was. I, I've always tried to keep. Don't very, do that, kids. Yeah, no, you don't audible. You don't do it. I, I have always tried to keep it very. You know, everyone. Hey, work with Ian. Oh, he's a nice, friendly guy. Ian, Ian, Ian. Yes. And as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm the grumpiest guest you'll ever meet. I'm the grumpy old <laughs> bastard I am. But that particular night. I broke one of my personal codes, and I think the only one I didn't yell at on stage, in front of uh, of, a, of audience members, the only one I didn't yell at I think was Jeremy, the drummer. Because you know, everybody else for whatever reason I yelled and snapped at, like "Let's get it done! I'm done!" <laughs> Nobody helped him load that Ampeg refrigerator. Yeah, I, I was done, and as he I was as I was throwing ran it out, fit, ran out the door. I was I'm done. I'm leaving as soon as we're done. I'm out like this. BS. Yeah. Go outside, and I'm throwing my amp back in the back of my old Explorer. And at that point, that's when Trevor and Han. 
Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Just came up and said, hey, you know what would be cool? It'd be kind of cool if we got Ian to play on our, our stuff that we're working on. <laughs> timing. And I'm like, oh, dude, timing. So you guys are the biggest guys. And, sure, and I'm sure I looked at you guys with scorn in my eyes, almost saying, you better get the fuck away <laughs> So I wanted to say it's been years. Man. It's been a long time. So I, yeah. I want to formally apologize. Well, because I, I, I would have worked with you guys. Yeah. I really, and I know it's easy to say what you would have done in the past, but I apologize because. It really was a bad, it was, I felt so unprofessional that night. And that's the only time I've ever snapped. And, and obviously things resolved themselves to a certain degree afterwards and then fizzled out the way they did. But uh, with that particular band, but I apologize. Man. I'm so sorry. Well, thank you. Fun experience to I, you guys. It, yeah. And it you apparently was a lot more memorable to, to you. Yeah. yeah, who knows? yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, your royalty checks would be smaller had him been involved. Yeah. Nice. So there, there you go. go. Yeah. That's Honestly, true. You know, I mean, sometimes yeah. all things work out. Silver lining. <laughs> I mean, the closest thing that I get to a royalty check, and it's very rare now, we had one of the Section 16 songs that made it on. I can't remember exactly how that happened, but one of the songs made it on to Power Rangers. I remember that. Ninja Storm. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja Storm. So not the original. So like one. the Ocho? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, and I always feel bad for Corey, our singer, because uh, it was all instrumental. There was no bit about Corey singing. He still got paid the same. I mean, it was a chunk of money up front, don't get yeah. me wrong. And then we got small residuals afterwards. Yeah. But, you know, when everyone's getting like 35 cent checks, it's like, wow, it's going to, it costs them more to print the check. Than yeah. By you know, the way, folks, uh, we actually got checks mailed to us back then. Yes. Uh, in our day. And stamps for 25 cents. Right. So <laughs> they weren't netting a whole lot of profit yeah. sending that check over. They probably deducted the stamp cost. I probably did. Yeah. This check would have been yeah. fifty-seven yeah. cents, but because of the cost of mailing it and a filing fee, right. um, yeah. unfortunately, it's going to be thirty-two cents or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Be, yeah. But you know, it, it gets to the what the viability, or you want to talk about the sustainability of doing what we do. Yeah. You you also can't go into doing this stuff thinking like we talked about earlier about making the money. You know, the dream was always, hey, can I make enough to sustain my lifestyle? Mm-hmm. And after doing this now for, I don't know, it's been a long time. Well, let me just caveat for one second yeah. for the listeners who are just popping in. We're talking about like recording and releasing your own original music in the hopes that it will break into some sort of charting and become, you know, culturally profitable, viable, right? On a mass scale enough to where enough people purchase it. Not uh being a product of the machine a britney spears uh a boys to men uh jackson five you know you're a product that's been cultivated or a cover band that plays locally and and makes some scratch because you are a uh, a venerable jukebox you sound like the radio you sound like the radio and yeah. the closer and the, that's, that's there's the weird part 
Or you are. You sound like Spotify. You now. sound like Spotify. <laughs> yes. What's the radio? The radio is even gone. Because <laughs> the better you are, the more you sound like the radio. The more people dance, and the, as long as you don't deviate yeah. from their expectations, you get paid. Mm-hmm. Not bagging on those folks at all. Not even a no. little bit. No, I mean, no. We, we talked about this. At the but we're yeah. saying is, from that original standpoint, trying to be, you know, get royalties, trying to get, you know, and we grew up in a time of. Um, 10 you know 10 point deals which meant you got 90 cents on every dollar yep. i don't know how the math works out on that remember that though yeah you get a 10 point deal that means you get 90 cents on every dollar money and then you got to split it between your producer yep. your label I'm like wait but you already took the other wait what yeah, yeah give you the, the 89 cents and they would take all their money off of the profits and you would and then if you ask for a if you ask for a breakdown on that they would never be able to give you one and right. you're like what what's happening here yeah. um those days are gone yes they are gone. kind of kind of stoked about that technology has brought us to a point where you know people like trevor and i can have podcasts people have no business you can you can make a record <clears throat> i was gonna say you having can, a podcast you can learn pro tools by making a record yeah which I did. <laughs> I don't recommend that. Eric, what does this button do? I don't even know. You know, I was watching a video recently. I think it was. I can tell these guys. I, I have the memory of a mob, folks. Ask me what I did five years. You know, when I was five, I can remember that five days ago. No, it's gone. Um, I was watching a video. Of the main guy that runs Porcupine Tree, Stephen Wilson, and he was talking about like how more than ever right now. And of course, it's his opinion. And I'll, I'll put a disclaimer out there. Like, I'm not an expert on anything. So take what you will from me. You know, listen, you know, maybe maybe a cautious warning. No, we, like we, we say no one should listen to this podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 We've already yeah. said that. Nobody. Um, but this guy, this Stephen Wilson guy was talking about, like, right now more than ever with the advance of technology and how it is so simple for anyone to create music. Yeah. And we're not talking about like the like the rock stuff that we're talking about. We're oh, anything. Anything. <clears throat> now you've got a drum with. You push another button, you've got a synth loop, and yeah. now you've got more people right now than any time in history that are creating music. So you have all these creators. So right now, the, the I don't want to call it the market because it's not really a market, but the landscape the of culture, music, yeah, culture yeah. is saturated. There is more music <coughs> being put out. So that, that challenge comes in is how do you grab someone's attention to say, hey, over here, look at me. I have this to show for you. So, which is which is interesting because it used to be <clears throat> that you had the gatekeepers of the labels. Yeah. yeah. And now it's anyone who feels like it can put something out. The Absolutely. question is, is anybody going to pay to listen to it or even for free? Right. Are they going to even That's listen to it for free? My optimistic attitude on the world, you know, the happy-go-lucky guy that I am, the cream will rise now because of all the sludge. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I follow Ellie Dixon on the on the instagram i've been following her for a couple of years she started out doing like little harmony videos okay she's touring the uk headlining now three years later because she's Amazing. i know right yeah. so you guys pop over to ellie dixon we'll maybe put a link in the thing sure because i'd really love to tag on her million followers <laughs> i'm kidding but uh little gal from uh great britain and uh phenomenal singer perfect pitch or at least yeah. great relative pitch and just like and she can spit on a verse like she did the little um 
<clears throat> again a weird mix of like what's the landscape yeah oh well i'm gonna write a bunch of my own songs which are actually really fun and quirky especially in her style it's very original but i'm gonna spit a verse on a drake and an eminem and a britney spears and uh and they're great yeah in the style of eminem yeah that's fantastic like, so you never know you never know I guess the uh, the advice, if any, when we're not an advice show for sure, but do what you do, do it well. The universe supports pure intention. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I agree. You have to be. I mean, <clears throat> I think anyone that puts out non-genuine stuff to themselves, it will come across. Eventually, that's going to come across that way. You yeah, know, you know? yeah, and and I, I would I would add to that in any art form. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It, with the possible exception of acting, because the whole idea is to not be you. But yeah, that's true. Exactly. But yeah. whether it's like stand-up comedy Semantics, or yeah. doing music or graphic design or what I mean, whatever. <clears throat> if you're not doing your thing, it's gonna look like you're you you, you know, be disingenuous, like and they will smell it from a mile away, and you won't go anywhere at all. Breaks. Yep. Just hit it. I remember uh, ages ago, again, this is back, back in the day, I know we're not trying to talk about then, we're talking about now, but there was some wisdom that was passed on to me from people that were older than me at the time, and I, I'm going to not state these correctly, but it was advice given to bands at the time, because at the time, bands, that was a real possibility. Like you, sure. If you were in a band, you could make it. You know, that was you the dream. Hard, you could work hard. You could work out. You could, you could make a living doing there this. There were people doing it. Yeah. So the number one rule was you know, the number one reasons why bands don't make it is number one, they quit. Flat out. You can't get anywhere if you quit. Number two, and this is harsh, but this is the truth, you suck. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you don't quit. If you suck, you suck. Yeah. You know, and, and so I've always kind of had there's other rules, but I forget what they are, but those two always hung, hit me deep, you know. And well, and I think what's kind of sad now is the way that people find out they suck is from the internet. Yes. It's not from like playing a live show at a club right. that nobody knows about. That's and so you know, you get yeah. booed or whatever. It's like, all right, well, those five people know who I am and that I'm horrible. But now it's like, Oh, everyone on YouTube. And here's the flip. So your video or whatever could get a gazillion views, but it's all people that want to shit on you. That's, that's <laughs> so you could, you could even be monetized because yeah. you're yeah. because of how bad Did you anybody are. Anybody see the couple talking about cupcakes and mustard and he's got the drum machine and he's playing that rad keyboard solo on his Casio. And then she's singing and they're in a clothing department store. Uh-huh. Did you catch that? I caught. A, I didn't watch the. Whole thing, it's going I, to be the hit of the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of that, it's so bad. You're like, it, it's a train wreck. I gotta watch. And you it. know, you know where I think that kind of started was American Idol. Yeah, sure. Oh, because yeah. the fun part of watching American Idol is not when they're in L.A. and everyone right. good is yes. gone through. It's when yes. oh they're in Cleveland and it's William Hung. Yes. <laughs> Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland, we look forward to your letters. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to chime in on that one for a second, too. So once upon a time, uh, I actually I, I auditioned for American. Oh, Idol. that's right. That's right. Yeah. I went through the whole process. I did all that in Denver. Uh, it was the last year I could do it because they changed the age restrictions each year. So I think at the time I was like 27. And that was it. Wow. You were maxed out. Like, yeah. And then the next year it went down. Because your little. Uh, yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. You had to go to Carousel. Yeah. <laughs> right. Logan's right. Yes. Yeah. Jenny Agata. Jenny Agata. All right. Go ahead. So it was like a three-day process, and you, you know, total cattle call. You had to go. You had to stand in line to get, you know, a wristband. Yeah. The wristband was the whole thing. You just wait all day for that. And you come back a few days later, and you know, all these kids, everybody's lined up. And I think it was at Mile High Stadium at the time. And you realized how much of that show, it's television. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. show. And you're not auditioning in front of anybody on the show. You're going through a string of producers. You're going to have 15 seconds to sing. That's what it was at the time. Wow. You know, pick a song and you'd be in groups of four. So you go down to Cal Poly or out on the football field. There's like probably 15 tables set up. There's four or three people at each table. And then you get, you, okay, go ahead, sing. 15 seconds. That's what you get. Did you do Jet City Woman? I did not. Actually, Damn, you should have. Because I did uh, For those that don't know, Doug is not just a drummer. He's an amazing vocalist. And when you, you think about his family lineage, where he's come from, and, you know, talking about Lonnie, talking about Uncle Corey, yeah, yeah. you know, Doug stands out in his own right so much. Doug's a fantastic singer. Thank you. Yeah. My little <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But I say that from the heart. You know? Yeah. So, no, anyway, I, so you I know, interject. So I, I think I, I actually I did Journey. Because I thought, okay, like you can't go wrong with cinnamon gum, yeah. Wrigley spearmint. Yes. <laughs> that was rude. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I remember being in a group, and there was a couple. Uh, there was like a couple really horrible singers in the group, and then there was a girl that was just phenomenal, and she was just great, and she was young, and she had. The look and the energy, the charisma, and I remember these guys. You know, they were just like, "Well, you know, it was pretty good. Uh, maybe come back next year." And it was, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like, this wow. girl yeah. like smokes my ass. She's great. She's phenomenal, and she's very good." And and it was just so dismissive. And so, and then you, you would see other tables. There would be like, it was the shock value. People. I was going to say, how many train yeah. wrecks did they let through the, for the, the train, train wrecks? wrecks. Yeah. They'd get the, the know? ticket go through and then i i remember you know like it was just almost like a head game because like they put you in you have this huge football field and they put you in the sunny side of the field so in the afternoon you're roasting and there's this whole other oh, wow. shadowy side that like why are we over there and they're just putting you through you know just the test just trying to just kind of psych you out and it's about television it's a television show yeah and it's not about local ability and it's not about talent it's it's about marketability it's about a show number one and then it's about what can post we do? yeah well, we, how can we make uh, money in post franchise on you know the top yeah. five people yeah um and it was just crazy experience it was i'm glad that i did it but at the same time we're like oh, okay wow this is what people think this is is not at all what it you is. know what you should have done was like like when you were there and you could have hung out with Daughtry and been his drummer and then this would have been a whole different story. Oh man, totally, yeah. Right? Right. He didn't win, right? Like not even no, close. I don't think so. Yeah. It's he like no. Thing He's and... like, nope, nah, I'm gonna go work with Chris Lord Algie and like uh I'm gonna go write some cool rock songs. Totally. Go do stadium tours. Totally. I know well, that's it that's another weird thing with American Idol, not to keep talking about it because I think we have better shit to get into, but... Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the man 
dental, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. A lot of the winners don't do that well after. No. Like, yeah, no. a lot of it's the second places and thirds yes. yeah. that do, sure. you know, from what I understand is that the top three that all get a record deal, at the time, I think, I, think I don't know now, but I, th- I think it was the, the top three. The only thing, American Idol fucking sucks because they came along right when Firefly dropped on Fox and then they <laughs> fucked over the time slot for Firefly. Yeah. And then 24 showed up and then we didn't watch, and Firefly got all screwed up. So all we got was one season in a movie. That's because all fired up, man. That's because of America. Goddamn right. Yeah, it was well, because of fucking American Idol. They yeah. screwed us up. You know, it's funny. It's like a cultural phenomenon. At the time, it seemed like groundbreaking. Like, oh, wow, they showed. You seen this? You know, America, everyone was watching. Yeah. It was kind of the beginning of the whole reality, you know. It's kind of like the t- yeah, reality talent show. Yes, yeah. reality yes. talent show. Like, yeah. I'd been a big thing in Europe and other places for a while, but here, you know, it just took off and it kind of like that just sort of changed the tone of everything, I think, from that point. Yeah, karaoke um, singers got attitudes and oh, fucking yeah. egos <laughs> after that. Yeah, I mean, seriously, got all uppity. Yeah. I was like, yeah. bitch, sit down. Yeah. Well, all you got to do is go, well, you're pitchy. <laughs> no, I would just go to him. Roy, look, I've never heard the better rendering of someone mowing over a cat with a lawnmower. There you go. Yes. <clears throat> you know, I will say, actually, the table of producers. There actually was one like British like pompous asshole at the table that sounded just like that, and I had wondered like, I wonder is this guy like legit or is they just do they just does every table have one? Is that like okay? You're an actor, we're gonna hire you. Like, you don't need to know anything about music. Just you're the asshole at the table. Yeah, and you're the yeah. <laughs> American. Americans are okay hearing bad news from someone in a British accent. Always, always. Right, your testicles have fallen off, and I'd like to buy you a cup of tea. You're like, okay, tea sounds lovely. That sounds comforting. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Earl Grey? Earl, Earl, of course. Make it so. Wow. I got a Picard. And, a, and I got all of it. Like, boom, I got it all in one. Um, yeah, somebody put me out. Dude. With the money I make, it's hail. It's all quarters. I can't make it rain. I just make it hail. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. That kind of was a pivotal moment. And the way things are now, with 20 years later, it's like that times 100. It's so, but now it's everything's online. Everybody wants to be a content creator. It's not like about being a musician, yeah. it's about like just well, getting something out there. I let's guess. dive into that a little bit because. I technology is always a double edged sword. Yeah. On the one hand, it's technology that took away the gatekeepers of the labels. Yes. You you can have a hit 
without, you know, Atlantic knowing who you are or whoever. But the flip to that is, so now every asshole with a computer and a microphone yep. <laughs> can make music. <laughs> Can't swing a dead cat out here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's true. Um, so it's like the, the did you watch your potential has gone did you watch yeah. sound city but the likelihood has gone oh it's dry yeah absolutely i mean and the fact i mean you think about all the new stuff okay you brought up the the guy playing whatever the little keyboard thing in the mall or whatever oh yeah you have to okay when you talk about the attention span of the general public that may watch whether it's youtube Facebook, Twitter. Well, let's be real. They've chopped TikTok. it all down to reels and shorts. Exactly. I mean, so. The attention span is fast. So the, the, the challenge there is how do you market? How do you grab someone's attention? You know, how do you how do you get there for just two seconds? With a snippet. A snippet. Say, yeah. Hey, look at me. Listen to this. I got something over here. I was I was talking to my wife earlier today, and she likes to listen to the digital music, not Spotify. She does YouTube music, whatever. Okay. And we were talking about, like, hey, what are you guys going to talk about tomorrow? Well, we'll see when we get there. We, we don't know. Talking mm-hmm. about this. My wife don't know. had said, she's like, you know, every now and then when I'm listening to, she's got her playlist, she likes her stream, she likes whatever she likes. Uh, another benefit. Which is another benefit, you right? pick whatever you want yeah. to listen to. But every now and then they'll throw something off a little pop-up that says, hey, we think you might like this. Yeah. And so I asked her, I'm like, how often do you actually click on that? And she's like, oh, I never do because it's like one time I did, and it was like 30, I got 10, 15 seconds in, it wasn't for me, and I clicked off of it. So, and I'm not, and I'm not begrudging my wife for that. I'm, I'm just saying, I think some, I mean, I do that too. Yeah, yeah we all do. The, the, that little window of how you can grab someone's attention marketing-wise yeah. in this new landscape of the, the digital spectrum, the content spectrum. Because it's not music anymore. Now it's content. It's mm-hmm. content. Well, yeah, it's yeah. And it's, with, and it's with everything. Like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with a, a comic named Andrew Schultz. No. Guy out in New York, but he's revolutionized because he figured out how to kind of hack YouTube for stand-up. Ooh. He's like, the hour special's done. Two-minute videos. You there get you one joke at a time. Yeah. The end. If you're trying to do more than that, yeah. your audience is going... Fuck off, dude. I'm not sitting here for an hour. Right. Now they might sit there for an hour yeah. and watch a bunch of those two minute right. one joke at a time things, but they're not gonna do um, they're not gonna sign up for a one hour special. Right. Yeah, right. Yep. And I guess that kind of goes back to when you think about everything we're talking about with uh, the way things used to be and you know, oh, record yeah. labels and, and the way music was great dream theater and, song. And now Which was that? the way it used to be. Oh, wait, oh. oh yeah. Sorry, good. Now it's like, I don't know, we all came up, I think everyone in this room probably, like, we're all album guys. Yeah. Like, you would latch onto a band, and you would listen to a record, and it was an experience. And you're like, yes. I'm psyched. I got this new tangible thing that's in my hand. Dude. Mm, that smells really good, and it looks great, and so-and-so produced this. Oh, he wrote the song, and who produced that? Oh, shit, they recorded, they recorded it here. On this date, and oh, wow, you, you had this whole... I didn't know thing. Sting sang on this song. Dude, I was a nerd for looking and, through the line. Oh, yeah, notes. liner note chunk. Yeah. And you'd have this artwork. Money for know? nothing. And then you would listen to the record, you know, from beginning to end. Yeah. It was an experience. Mm-hmm. I still do that. I love that. Yeah. And even with what like what we're putting together in our band, like it's still important for me. Like I'm like listening to the songs in different orders, and like, okay, no, I think this is the best way. No, this is the best way. Right. right. And it's like a dying thing because most people don't give a shit about that and they don't listen to records anymore right. the way that 
we all came up in that era. Like, well, and I think a lot experience. of a lot of bands now have gone to here's a song. Yep. And then when they're done with another one, here's another here's one. There, there's yeah. no, they don't do EPs or albums or any. It's just yeah, here's right. a song, here's yeah. a song, yep. here's a song. It's very much what you were just talking about. Yeah. That short and sweet, like here it is. Yeah. It's a whole other way to listen. And it, and it is so different because again, back in the day, you think about it. What was the goal as if you were in a band? I mean, we all grew up in what was called the MTV generation. Yeah. You know, MTV grew and was a format and what happened with mtv obviously you had radio play still going on at the same time so because there was that paradigm shift from aor to mtv mtv and no matter what mtv played and suddenly you found out everyone was ugly (laughs) all of those 70s bands you're like whoa they uriah you guys you guys are all busted up what the fuck (laughs) and then they and then that drove Let's get They'll some hair like, bands. Like, yeah, you know, we got we got to worry about because all those prog rock dudes look like meth head truckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly, totally. Well, if you think about it, I mean, you have like you have some like MTV, and again, radio still maybe not the the dominant format, but it's still around. People still listen to radio. But the goal was, hey, I want to get in the band. So what? What was your goal? You remember that back in the day? We're, we're going to get signed. We're going to get signed. We've got to get signed. We're, we're going to do a video. We're going to do a video. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to go on tour. So yeah. That was the package. You, you, that, that's what you strove for. Yeah. And that lasted for quite a while, but that doesn't exist anymore now. Nope. No. You know? I well, mean, it, it kind of does because it's now it's okay. Pivot. We need to get a decent song, yes. whatever your version of that is. Okay. We're going to make our own video for the song, even if it's True. just animation and the lyrics. Right. Yeah. You know, something has to go up on YouTube that's yeah. not just an album cover with yeah. sound because that doesn't cut it. Yeah. Um, and we don't need a deal. We're gonna put it out yeah. <laughs> wherever, yeah. and you know, cash checks. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, um, another monster bass player and a Ooh, hell of a dude. Yes. Um, Sorry, I'd put that up, but the another chat's not cooperating. Another manly man runs his own plumbing excavating company. So nice. dig that. Get it? And <laughs> MTV ruined music. M- it changed music. I don't know if it ruined it. There's a lot of good... If you start talking about songs from that era, I don't think you'll find... Right. I, you'll I, find some gems, so I'm not sure it ruined I don't it. Know. I don't know. There was a point, I think, like Headbangers Ball with you remember back in the day like oh, that yeah. was the yeah, yeah. oh yeah was like, that was you're gonna get the new whatever it is that was our friday night me and my buddy ray was like 11 o'clock we gotta go didn't yeah. care if we were yeah. like out on a date with chicks like double dates or we were fucking snowboarding or we were doing whatever we we're like we gotta go get out of my brain i think we lived in the same and I don't even know what exactly happened, but I know like MTV got bought out, and I think Viacom like, bought everybody out at some point, and the it was it was it switched to reality TV, you know, videos got less airplay, specific shows for music yeah. got cut, Headbangers Ball was gone, yeah, even like the hip hop side, like MTV Rap, so all that oh, stuff yeah. was. So, so you didn't like Daria? Gradually, well, I, think, I was I was watching Beavis and Butthead. I don't think that there needed to be a spinoff. But yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I think, and maybe maybe to where 
But there's Randy Run TV and some music after it. You watched, yeah. Yeah. Sure, you had to have that's yeah. Like you had there to was have, a you had to have a look. You had to have a look. You had to have something. You had to basically make a if your song was five minutes, you had to make a five minute commercial for yeah. your song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe a gimmick would help. Right. I also, I also Best movie thinking, ever. It got to the point, especially, you know, when, when the shifts happen. And I'm not talking just the rock and the metal, the hair metal going into the grunge stuff. Yeah. You know, after we're talking like the boy bands and stuff from the Britney Spears in the 90s. Yeah. I remember making a joke like you could have somebody going up there and forgive me for being crude. Someone could just fart into a microphone for three minutes and it would be a hit. It would because be, MTV is just say it. Out. You know, you want to. And because so many people would put it out there, they're just going to listen. Hey, that's, that's a good fart song. <laughs> say it. That's Ready? Right. You heard the fart? You just want to have Pip farting on a snare drum. <laughs> I ain't farting on no snare drum, man. Yes. You got three Airheads references in this Airheads, episode yeah. already. Love no, it. Yeah, it, it, it changed and then. I, th- I think really probably one of the major things that changed it was I, I watched the special on it and I didn't really even know the history and everything. It was, it was auto-tune. auto-tune. Oh, came out and Suddenly it was, oh. You don't even have to be able to sing. <laughs> you know, we, we really need people to have the right look, but we can fix your voice. You sound like yep. shit, but we got you. Don't worry about yep. it. We're good. And The Millie Vanilli scandal stuff. And I know, like, the whole auto-tune thing, like, for a, a while, they tried to keep it under wraps. Oh, yeah. Because they, when it finally got out, everybody, you know, that was it. It was a game-changer. And I think, in my opinion, that was, like, a pivotal moment that changed music altogether. Because suddenly, you know, there was a point yeah. where, yeah, you could do some studio magic, and you could fix things in the studio, and you could do as many takes sure. as you needed to. But at the end of the day, you needed to have some kind of ability. To, if you're a vocalist, you can either sing or you can't. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of gone out the window. That's kind of that's gone. Was that? You know, yeah. Like, like, yeah, Mellencamp and Bunny Brunell were uh, Rolling Stone. I know, so Henry Rollins right now. So I remember, like, every, uh, they were talking about you know when they did Scarecrow, and they were like, oh, it was like a bajillion takes, and it was all this shit. We had to do this, all this shit on that. We had to go to the place with this console. And we had to go do all this stuff, and then they put out that record, you know, a few years back, twenty eighteen or whatever. John Mellencamp and him. And he, they put two mics in the room and they all stood around and played like they did in the fifties. Yeah. And he's like, why aren't we doing this? God, damn. the older you get, the simpler stuff. Can, I don't understand why we do this, but we're all doing it. Yeah. It's, we realize that less is more. Cause when we're young, like more is more. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand. That's, that's what I'm struggling with right now in the music. Shit. That, that reminds me of uh, a couple years ago. No, I'm not going to think of his name. Bass player, singer, played with Deep Purple. One Hughes? There you go. Like two years ago was the first record that he didn't track his vocals and bass separately. Ooh. Or I mean that he or that he did. Yeah. Every other time, he's like, I play and sing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh, why don't we separate that? And he... They did it on the one record. He's like, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I play that. and sing. Yeah, that's yeah. Would be a different feel. Yeah, other, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah, would be. Even though I've uh, I've singers come to the studio and they're used to playing their guitar, so I'll fucking you know duct tape that the strings or whatever and let them, yeah. you know, strum yeah. and and keep their timing and keep their vibe. I don't know. We've done a lot of weird shit in the studio to keep vibe. Yeah, like. It is like the whole doors thing where he's getting a blowjob and singing. We've never gone that far. I haven't either. 
But uh, I mean, <laughs> hit that high note. To be, to be fair, that when we were doing vocal tracks on our record, it was just me and you. You had to run the board, and I was in the other yeah. Room. So I couldn't suck so you off. So it was like a distance thing. <laughs> he was like making googly eyes through the glass. Yeah, yeah. you know, this thing. I got like the facial expressions, and I got the like the full vibe, but yeah. I, you know, not like yeah. This, do do you guys do you guys remember the Heyman fire? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not the the, the band, fire, not the, the, band. the, band. I the band. Yeah. I went over because my roommate at the time was dating one of the strippers over at uh, TNT's, and I know Scotty from installing the PA system at that time because I was working at Pro Sound. So I installed all the yeah. He was like, "Well, I just need to." Run. So I've gone and got some strippers and called him up, and said, "Hey, come over and hang out, so he could perform for you." Oh, I did. I set up a Pete like the the yeah. monitors, and he was just getting to sing, and they're all like dancing around, having a good time, and he fucking nailed it. Oh, all eight tracks one night because he needed yeah. that boost. Yeah, what, whatever it takes. Yeah, most guys just make a cup of tea. Yeah, Earl Grey. Earl Grey, exactly. Make it so. <laughs> uh, well, let, let me ask you this, and maybe we'll close on this. So now with this saturated landscape or market, however you want to put it, and every dickhead with a computer and a microphone can have a podcast or record records or, you know, whatever. He's talking about us. Um, (laughs) Captain Subtext over here. (laughs) How do you be that thing that gets some attention, that gets... Is it is it enough to be really good, or do you have to get like the gimmicks? And that's a fair question. You know what I mean? Um, At least some of that, maybe because there because I think there are people that are really good, and there's a gimmick. I'll, I'll... <laughs> no, there, is, there is. I mean, if you want to talk about gimmick, I mean, like my gut reaction is, hey, hopefully, maybe this is all I know. Yeah. <laughs> Previous projects yeah. you've done, maybe you can pick up potential listeners from those things from the past and maybe if you're lucky they might continue to listen on to you but it it all depends on that approach is flawed in itself because if you don't sound like that particular band or sound that they latched onto then now you can't change they're like i don't like that you know that doesn't sound like right that doesn't sound like in the machine or whatever you know this this sounds like something new and i don't like that so it's a that's a challenge man that's a yeah um I don't know if I have an answer for that. What was the question? (laughs) I got one for you real quick. Then we'll get back to Doug. Ellie Dixon, that's what she does. There's a reason there's a changing of the guard. There's a reason why we get old and we become dinosaurs. It's because we learned from them and we were influenced by them and that became the thing and then we were cool. We did the thing. These These young pups are doing what they naturally do because again, the universe supports clear intention. She's doing amazingly well because that's what she wants to do. And it just so happens to be super hip. She wants to sit in her bedroom, be on the camera, sing these harmonies, play cool songs, do the thing and go play them live, bring her laptop and her bass guitar and her keyboard. And she's a great musician. Like, it's you. Let me put it this way. If Journey came out right now, if Queensryche showed up with Operation Mindcrime right now, yeah. 
if Elvis Presley showed up doing exactly what he's doing yeah. right now, what happened? I agree. I, I don't. I don't think that. I think if the Beatles came out, or whatever the equivalent is of the Beatles today, it's, no, it's a whole other the business model that supported that, and the series of events that would lead to a long-lasting career mm-hmm. and investment financially and the support. You're responsible for that now yourself. And so it's like, it's a double-edged sword because like the sky's the limit, but it's like we've been talking about so much over saturation. It's hard to reach. Well, and because the labels are gone, you can do what you want. Yeah. You're not going to have anyone tell you this song's shit. (laughs) We're not going to put it out or whatever. Well, and it's funny too, because I think even, you know, I I do know some people that, you know, have have worked with labels like in recent times and even some projects that I was involved with that were sort of, going that way and looking at label attention for what it is now. And it's totally changed because now it's we don't make money off of this, so we're not going to invest money in this. Yep. Um, we want you to have a record done already. We want you to have a following or what's what are your numbers like? What's your YouTube presence? What's your... And and then if you have something good, they still, they will match you. It's it's it's, it's funny because you hear bands and they'll tell them, oh, we got a record deal, we got a record deal. Now what a record deal is is an artist partnership deal yes, uh-huh. where you're coming to the table with the records already done and a following and things you worked hard for and the label will match money to what you bring to the table and put you on the road and take a huge percentage of all your I was going to say some labels now I've heard, I've heard are even asking for a cut of merch and that's what it is they, and they want they want a cut of everything you know and a lot of venues are doing that too they yeah. want a cut of, because yeah. there's no money to be made so that it's like everyone wants to latch on to what is there now yep um, yep but to answer your original question, you know, I think you just have to set whatever that goal is for you because it's different for everyone. If, you, if you're all about content yeah. and you want to be the most popular thing online, you want you want to become a star. It's a totally different set of goals than if you just make music and you want to get it out there. And I think the thing we've been talking about tonight is sincerity, just being really good at what you do and being as real about it as you can and hoping that if you reach somebody with that and, and use the tools to get it out there and just not define yourself about uh, by whatever the sex, the success will be. Right. Because I think it's a different, it, it's defined differently for everybody. And now it's never necessarily been a financial thing. Like what we discussed earlier now, more than ever, you really just have to have a very realistic goal about what you want to get out of it and just being yourself and doing something, being the best you you can be and presenting that to the world, hoping somebody likes that. That's 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 yeah. true, man. Well said, Doug. I, I think, yeah. like for us, that's kind of our plan of attack. You know, it's not like well, we got to be like this or we gotta no, because I like records. Yeah, uh, I and and <laughs> we're being record guys. we're record yeah. guys. I I mean, I'm probably going to end up pressing at least three or four so that we can have them on our walls, like yeah. an actual vinyl. Just yeah. I mean, as yeah. exp- whatever, like, yeah, but at least that because then. Even though it's not for everyone, yeah, you know, I kind of want to have that experience. Yeah, and I've gotten to a point in my life where I can afford the, you know, whores will have their trinkets. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, I I would like, I would really like to have a vinyl of this, and I'll probably print a couple up and just right, just spread it around and be like, you know, see a limited pressing. You know, I'm a physical content guy. Same here. And there is still a market for that it's when you play shows you still have something to present 
but it's just so different, you know, from what it was. I don't even know what it is now because in some terms, we've all been at it for a long time, so you get set in your ways. And the other side of that is like, man, I don't really know. I don't know what it is now. You nope. get snippets and you're like, it will take our best attempt to, to be a part of whatever that is. You know what? Something that drives me is that there's always this weird in the back of my head, this little possibility of hope that whatever you're a part of, whatever part of music you create or you're, whether it's a good group of guys or maybe you're doing it on your own, that, you know, you put it out there and maybe, maybe there's a small chance that somebody out there, even if it's a small number, even if it's one person, if one person listens to it and they enjoy it, they get something out of it, that's the goal for me. You know, like we were talking at at dinner tonight and uh, I won't tell the whole story. In a hundred years. There was some weird progressive, not weird, but it was a progressive podcast. I think it was Progscure. Forgive me if I'm butchering that name. They don't watch this channel. Yeah, yeah. But there was some guy talking about (laughs) a bunch of projects that I've been a part of by association with Corey Brown. Right. Uh, um, And Corey's been in a bunch of different bands, and it just happened to line up that I've been a part of those bands. Sure. You know, I owe a lot of that to Corey. But the, the DJ or the podcast guy was talking about, oh, yeah, I had this other band, and I've never heard of this one band, Psychodrama. And here's a track, and, and Corey's been a part of, and he listed like Magnitude 9, In the Machine, Section 16, Metro Society. And I'm like, how did you even hear like any of this stuff? Like, it blew me away that somebody out there, and then, and, and here he is with this stuff. And I was like, wow. And I was like, you know, not every single thing that he listed, but I had a small part to do with some of that. And when I listened to that, I mean, it sounds cheesy. It sounds a little lame, but I was like, that got me right here. That got me right in the fields. Got me in the gut, you know? And I was like, somebody out there got it. Oh, totally. You know? You realize that you've done something that's had an impact, that somebody has listened to it and taken the time and it meant something to them. It meant something to them. Yeah. And six degrees of separation of, you know, everyone in this room has played in different bands. At different points, we've played in bands together. We've shared stages yes. together, rehearsal rooms. We've all been in that scene and, and done it for so long. And we all we all have stories to tell. Yeah. And we all have that connection to each other, you know, in one way or the other. Like yeah. it's. Uh, now we, yeah. we could do it. We could do a total show of just stories from yeah. the past thirty years or whatever it's been. Totally. <clears throat> Trevor's the only one getting a check. But <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so the answer here is do what Trevor did. Yeah, do what Trevor and, did. What and Trevor and, did. and I, you want to do? I, I wanted to point out before we got got off, but uh, also that record was uh, in the running for the worst power metal record of 2016 on Reddit. Ooh, yeah. Awesome. So oh. I I was like, hey, y'all had to listen to it to know how bad it sucks. So. <laughs> and yet you're Thanks. Gonna, you're, you're Appreciate gonna it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's no Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Uh, and well, with that, uh, that we'd like to thank Ian. Um, I am going to pop up because we do need to thank our sponsors. I was like, so that's what I was telling you. I was going to tell you, put that up. Uh, you know. We'll do. Uh, we'll do a. Yeah, we'll we'll have a little chitty chat about them, and then uh, do a mid roll, and, and then our outro. What do you say? That's it. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. Yeah. Like, like, maybe this is enlightening. Some Ian, maybe Ian, just like Ian Ringling, uh, Doug Brownstone. <laughs> the names have been changed uh, to protect the indicted. I'm, I'm sure you can figure it out eventually. I mean, come on. Come on. 
All right, let's see. Uh, we've got some plugs. We got some uh, thank yous, and then we gotta get the fuck out of here this Saturday night, 8 p.m. Facing Forward Rocks Peak 31 Union Station here in Colorado Springs. Also, get on our NFL pick pick and pool at Play Action. Um, Do I need to get rid of that uh, apostrophe? <laughs> yep. <laughs> get on our pick and pool. Jesus, go to Play Action. Uh, dot pub slash man tools and get your picks in for week four which starts tonight use code tools t-o-o-l-s for 15 percent off any contest you create again the contest that we have is free it's free do not click on the you should pay now thing that that's just a bot don't worry they, about it. i think they fixed that but yeah i think they, they might have uh local members uh our members only 9-11 false flag episode is out and about now join locals for just three dollars a month and uh, get all of man tools media's premium content not the shit you know from tonight that's just right all for you regular we want to charge you for that for you peasants right. yes 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 shut up merch is now available directly from us at mantoolsmedia.com slash shop uh, all of our affiliate links are also on the mantoolsmedia.com slash sponsors. Sponsors. Yep. yep. And uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsors. A very big thank you to EXO Autoworks and Harmonic Studios, The Beard Struggle. Get 15% off with the code TLANE15. Madrid Maintenance. There's no discounts. You got to pay full price. Clip and carry holsters. and she- Oh, we got those guys? We do. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes, we do. All right. I'm on there tonight. I need one for my uh, nine mil. <clears throat> clip and carry holsters uh and she's play action pools and smith and bradley men's watches can never tell time uh on a road you know without having a watch unless you have a sex tent <laughs> it's not a sex thing what? oh i got a ship <laughs> i got you, you got a ship all right. You, all right uh thanks for watching in or listening uh wherever you partake in our podcast whether you're pooping or driving or both on the web at mantoolsmedia.com on social media uh is at links.co slash man media again thank you to our uh guests family friends uh keys stay safe down there um joey stay safe up there and uh randy thanks for joining us uh if you guys would please like subscribe do the thing that you do with the uh like button uh share and do all that jazz we are definitely trying to get our youtube back up to the numbers where it used to be before they shut us down and killed our entire youtube channel so that we can get our own specific url we would really appreciate that and now um what do we do another word from our sponsors no i think we're just gonna leave all right we're out so uh good night everybody
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.